Economics Radio is supported by Central Lakes College, Central Minnesota's premier community college. What would you think if I told you that economics is not just something found in the Wall Street Journal or on Fox Business? Economics is behind every choice we make. High school students use economics every day, usually without even knowing it. From AHS Studios, this is Economics, the podcast that explores the hidden side of high school. Fundraising is something that basically every sport or activity needs to do to keep each individual program alive and functioning. There is always the need for newer equipment and uniforms, as these items wear out over time. There is also the need for coaches and advisors to be able to have a team or organization, and buses to be able to go to games and competitions. I'm Kayla Ryan with Economics, and today I will be looking deeper into the economic side of fundraising that most people don't see. Now I will be talking with local economist Heather Gulke. Heather, can you tell me a little bit about the economy here in Aiken? The Aiken area has the fourth lowest average household income in the state out of 87 counties, and the population is 2,280 people. Can you tell me more about the average income in Aiken compared to the state average? In the city of Aiken, it is around $20,280. In Minnesota, it is about $60,000, which is significantly higher. How does living in a lower-income county affect fundraising? Does having a smaller population have a role in it? Having a lower income creates a decrease in demand because people will be unable to pay extra money. This is called the income factor. Having a smaller population means that there will be less demand for the product that is being sold. How many students attend Aiken High School? How many of them are in at least one sport? Currently, there are 546 students enrolled at Aiken High School. 336 of those students participated in at least one sport. A lot of those 336 students are also involved with more than one activity or sport. Since our school is smaller, we are able to allow students to be in multiple sports and activities, but this comes with the cost of having to fundraise in order to help pay for all these activities since our school has a limited budget. No matter what the activity is, there are always a lot of students that have to fundraise. In my personal experience, I do at least 15 to 20 fundraisers per year, and over three quarters of them are asking people for money or selling some sort of item. I usually sell to the same people whenever I get something new. I try to rotate as much as possible so I'm not constantly hitting up the same people for money. My family is the main buyers of my fundraising along with parents, co-workers, friends, and extended family. I often ask myself, is it worth fundraising? Heather, can you help me answer this question? When doing fundraisers, you have to weigh your options. Should you, do, should you A, not do it at all, B, just pay money and not sell anything, or C, do the fundraiser in the way it was intended to be? The cost to not do it at all would be that you're not participating or helping out the cause that you should be fundraising for, and that you aren't being a team player. The only benefit for this is that you don't have to go out and sell anything. Next is the cost of not selling and just paying the money. 
The cost would be that you aren't advertising your event or product at all, and that you bear all responsibility of the price. The benefit is that you would still get money toward, to go towards your team or activity. The cost of doing the fundraiser the right way would be that you have to go out of your way to sell something on your own time. The benefits of it are that you spread the word about your event, you raise money to go towards your activities fund, and you can take pride in helping out your team. I know fundraising is always a necessity, especially in small schools. I guess each individual needs to weigh their options and figure out what works best for them. Thank you, Heather, for taking the time to meet with me and for breaking down a little bit of the economics behind fundraising. Fundraisers where students do not have to go door-to-door selling items usually works best because students are already so busy with practices, games, schoolwork, and jobs and may not have a lot of free time to do this. They may have to rely on their parents to help them, and some parents may be unwilling or unable to help out. Fundraisers that are more service-oriented may work out better, such as working at Legion dinners, doing docs, working at booths at the fair, and other events. Since these types of fundraisers tend to be more profit-based, and your percentage of return is usually greater, the more service-based fundraisers raise a consistent amount of money, and you always know what the outcome is going to be. The problem with dinners and selling is that it can be very unpredictable. With dinners, you can try to guess how much food you need, but you might buy too little and not have enough to feed all of the people, or you buy too much and have way too much extra. This goes for the calendar fundraiser as well, which has been a big one for Aiken this year. They are a really good idea, if we can sell a lot and at a higher price, but like I talked about with Heather before, this isn't a very high income area. So this leads to not very many people being able to support this fundraiser. The idea behind it was to get rid of some other fundraisers because this one will make a lot of money, if done right. But throughout the year, they ran into problems with not being able to sell all of them and having an excess amount of calendars left over. The low demand for calendars created a surplus in the end and almost caused the fundraiser to not make enough money. There are easier fundraisers to do, such as the wrestling teams putting in and taking out docks, even though it is hard labor and can be time-consuming. This fundraiser is so popular in the area that the group even has to turn some people away, causing a shortage. There's a high demand for it, and that is why it is considered easy, not because of the work involved. Another group can't really do it because it's already an established fundraiser for the wrestling team. This leaves other groups constantly searching to find a fundraiser that will be just as effective. Another fundraiser that is considered easy is grocery bagging for tips at the local store. However, this has become a popular fundraiser for multiple groups, and the prime weekends like holidays are always taken. The profits aren't as high as they were in the past because not as many groups were doing it then, but now, since there are more people involved, it is harder to even book a certain weekend. A difficult fundraiser that is going on right now is pizza sales. Currently, the dance team is selling from Kettle River Pizzas, but the entire Rippleside Elementary School is selling Heggie's Pizzas too. This is causing too much supply in the area for pizzas and forcing sellers to try out of town. Too many kids in this town are trying to sell to a limited amount of buyers in the area, making it a harder fundraiser to make money. Paul, I think fundraising is a good and necessary idea. Without it, our programs wouldn't be able to function. If done right and effectively, it can greatly improve our sports and activities. 
That's all I have for today, so thank you for listening to my discussion on fundraising in schools. Next time, Ali Rinto will be talking to you about why teachers are teachers.